0: Good morning, Cashers! Cashers Canine Connection Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cashers Canine Connection. I'm Donna Ampabai. I'm Katie Dutner. And today we are going to be talking about our boarding program for dogs. We board pets overnight at Mountain Dog Spa. And we have Katie, the kennel manager and dog trainer, here (laughs) to tell us what do the dogs do all day.
1: All right. So for a boarding dog, we start off in the morning with, you know, a let out, a little play group. So they'll go out starting at about 6.45 a.m. to 7 a.m. They'll be outside for about 30 to 45 minutes at a time. And then we'll clean all their kennels, change their water, be sure everything is nice and tidy. And then they'll come back in and we'll start feeding some breakfast. Um, We'll do breakfast and meds, anything like that. And then they'll get a minute to just chill out, digest their food, and then we'll start into our play group rotations for the day. Um, Should I go into that now?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really cool thing in the morning. That wake up time is is a very calming time. So Mm -hmm. all the boarding dogs, before Mountain Dog Spa is open for the day, they get this social hour to Mm -hmm. go say good morning to their best friends. And then they're eating their breakfast. These things are is, is a very relaxing atmosphere in the morning. Mm-hmm. So then, mountain dog spot we open, and the daycare dogs start coming in. They get integrated into this play group rotation system Mm -hmm. that you were going
1: to tell us about. Yeah, So for our playgroups throughout the day, it includes boarding dogs and daycare dogs. So we make groups fresh every morning. And the way that we do that is we get to know the dogs. We do temp tests for new dogs that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, So the groups are based off of size, temperament, demeanor. Luckily, we have a lot of these dogs that come pretty often, so we know their personalities, who their best friends are, all that good stuff, so we want to be sure they're together and having a really good time. So the way we start doing that is we start with the first group of the day. They'll go outside for a minimum of 30 minutes for the first group, and then we'll start rotating the rest of the playgroups. We have usually three to four a day, so they'll keep rotating after their group. They'll come inside, get some water, cool off, get some nice relaxation period, and then we'll start rotating again. We also just got more play yards. So now we have a total of seven yards. So it is very nice cause they do connect in some way. So we're able to go from the main yard with the turf and the little rock bridge. And then we can go into a smaller yard that has like more smells and new things so a lot of the dogs really like being able to smell new things in an environment so they'll rotate just throughout all of the yards come back inside for a rest period and then they'll start again so
0: yeah you, you said a couple things there that are really unique to Mountain Dog Spa's boarding program the first thing is that we plan out the groups on paper mm-hmm. a lot of places maybe don't aren't as intentional we are very specific about who's going to play with who. We base it on their friendships. A lot of these friendships have been made in the past. They're mm-hmm. well-established. They can't wait to go see their friends. So we plan it out on paper. And this is why it's really nice if you have a reservation. Yes. Because then we can plan those groups out on paper in advance even easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can walk in for daycare, of course, you know, we yeah. <laughs> the more the merrier. We love having more daycare dogs come. But when we, when we plan it out on paper, it yeah. helps to have the reservations in the computer ahead mm-hmm. of time. And then the other thing that you said that's unique about our program is we do this rotating system where the dogs are in and out, in and out, and I think it really simulates how dogs do at home. Yeah. You you know, you're not letting your dog out for hours at a time yeah. necessarily, but they are out a lot, and it's just more of a, there's a flow to it mm-hmm. that I think we try to emulate what it's like to be at home as much as possible. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and it is really nice because it does seem like because the dogs are outside and then they come in and have a rest period, it's like they're completely rejuvenated when they go back outside. So they'll go play super hard again, come back in, and they definitely are very, very tired at the end of the day. So that's also a good way just to incorporate having lots of energy to play, but also just getting some breaks, but they maximize their playtime every time because they've had some rest to get ready to play hard again. So
0: Yeah, and, and, and rotating through the different yards that way, you talked about the smells, mm-hmm. that's so enriching for mm-hmm. their experience here. There's new smells, new places to explore as we move through those yards, and that is just keeping them going mm-hmm. so that when they do get home, they're like, even if they aren't a type of dog who's going to wrestle around, they're still just like, ah, what a day I had. (laughs) What an adventure for them. Um, So how much time would you say they're spending outside as opposed
1: to inside resting? Okay. So they get at least half of the day outside. They're outside for about four to five hours. And like we had said, it's not just a straight four to five hours because that would be pretty intense so um, they get about four to five hours a day they get to come in with those rest periods but total it's a it's a fairly big amount of time so. And and so then the boarding dogs. So then once we are closed and the daycare
0: dogs have gone home, we still have our overnight boarding guests Mm -hmm. there. What is what's
1: happening at that time for them? Mm -hmm. So once the daycare dogs are going home, we usually start feeding our boarding dogs. So they'll have done all of the playgroup rotations. They'll come inside, get their dinner, any medications if they have them cool down and then we do just some general cleaning to keep everything nice and tidy for them and then they'll have another additional play group at the end of the day so this will serve as like their last play time party time all of that so that starts at about seven they usually get about another 30 45 minutes outside and we'll finish about 8 15 8 30 just kind of depends
0: yeah it depends on factors like um, how many mm-hmm. dogs there are and like what the weather's doing yeah. sometimes it'll fluctuate for those things um, so they get their last walk and then they stay they each have a, a lodging yes. and, and a special place um, so what should people be bringing for their pet to, to have in their little
1: special suite
0: mm-hmm.
1: so when you bring your dog to board the most important thing you can bring is their food and medication just because we don't want to completely disrupt their home life we want to keep it you know as similar as possible so they're calm their stomachs are going to be nice and easy no new foods or anything um so food is definitely The number one food and meds and then you're also welcome to bring any comfort items that your dog would like as long as they're not going to chew them up um, and eat them we just do that as a safety precaution Um, so they can have toys they can have bedding you can bring little extra treats that we can give them throughout the day bones to keep in their kennel so anything that is a comfort item to them you're more than welcome to bring Um, Just a side note though, if they do start tearing it up or eating it, we usually do take that out of the kennel just to be sure that they're being safe and all is well there, so. Yeah, and I think of it kind of like when you send
0: a kid to camp, Mm -hmm. you make sure you label all their stuff. Yes. Don't be heartbroken if it gets damaged or lost. While they're here, like yeah. it, it does happen. We're very organized and we're we're careful with those items, mm-hmm. but things do happen, and there's a lot of belongings everywhere. Yeah. We we try our best to keep it very, um, very organized, yes. though. So. Same food as home. Mm-hmm. Now's not the time to introduce a new food while they're boarding. No, probably not. <laughs> the same food. Yeah. Um, medications we like in the original containers mm-hmm. if you can. Um, sometimes they're in the Ziploc bags. It, it's better for us to know what the medication is, like the amount, the dosage, um, and then what it's for mm-hmm. also. We like to know that. Um, for food we don't keep that in your pet's kennel with them all of the food you brought we they get a bin assigned Mm -hmm. Uh, we also have a refrigerator Mm -hmm. so how do how is
1: it easiest for the kennel if people bring their food that way um so a lot of the kennel attendants it just seems easier for the kennel attendants as well as just the parents for some peace of mind they know that they're getting the right amount is a lot of people separate their bags for each meal into ziploc bags so they know you know, just one bag. But a lot of people, we also are very understanding of just larger bags of food, especially if they're staying for a long time. We have a check-in form that we'll go over a little bit later in the podcast, but we'll ask about the amount they get. Um, so we'll be able to be sure that they'll still get the right amount even if you just brought a big bag and weren't able to separate it, so.
0: Okay, so I think we're hitting on all of those big, what, what could you bring? You could bring whatever your dog will need to be comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that you would want to bring is you'll want to have them walk in on leash harness whatever they do but also if they are in training or use training tools please bring those with you such as prongs or e-collars we do have e-collar chargers in-house so if you don't bring your own personal charger that's totally fine we have some we can use here but please do bring any training tools that you want to use regularly with your dog so we can use those here and kind of keep that training on track
0: that's a very good point, because a lot of boarding places, they don't want you to leave the, the pet's own uh, like leash mm-hmm. or, or whatever you would walk them with. Um, they don't want you to leave it, but we actually do like yeah. for you to walk your pet in on a leash and then hand the leash to whoever's taking your dog back. Usually the kennel, kennel attendant will come. Yeah, um, We do like to keep those things, and then we'll, we'll bring them back up. Yeah. <laughs> they won't be wearing necessarily the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to the training tools, they'll wear them in training scenarios. So that is one thing that makes Mountain Dog Spot a very unique program is that we find ways to integrate at no additional cost mm-hmm. dog training into our boarding pets experience yeah. every day. So what are some ways that we do that?
1: So one of the things that we do that we're really, really adamant about is making the dogs sit at thresholds, so every time they walk through a door, including going outside, they have to pause, sit, and just take a minute to realize, you know, you're in training mode, they're in work mode. This structure really allows also for just a really good attitude for them inside, it's calming, and you know. And then we also do just keeping the kennel quiet, maintained, we don't allow excessive barking because that can stress out the dogs and can be a lot for the employees and the customers. So that aspect of keeping the kennel really quiet too lets them know, calm environment, all good, structures in place, so yeah. Yeah, the sitting
0: is really a cool thing that we do. So sit is sort of that one command that it's pretty much every dog yeah. knows. <laughs> yeah, Almost every dog can sit on cue. So that's the one that we use the most. And um, we we're walking them on a leash. Yes. So they're from moving around in the building. So from their little suite, to the uh play areas Mm -hmm. and they want to go outside you know they're they're so motivated to get there the only way to get there is by sitting on cue for us Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of success with that it does bring the energy level to something where they're listening Mm -hmm. now they're they're uh paying attention to the instructions that they're getting from their teachers thats cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of it as, like, kids at school. Uh, we, we do try to keep a noise level that's workable. Mm-hmm. We try and keep ev- everybody in this uh, really receptive state of calm mm-hmm. mindset. So, uh, so, leash walking, sitting at the door, a general sense of manners. Yes. There's a... Um, a lot of people who really appreciate the fact that we don't let the dogs jump up on us Mm -hmm. as kennel attendants we we hold them to a behavior standard like what they would be held to at home exactly Mm -hmm. so let's talk about outside what Mm -hmm. is playtime like for the
1: dogs what uh what how, how does that look yeah, so um, going back to the group structure that we have, we have all the friends, all the dogs that really get along. Um, they go out in the yard at a time. It's not just every dog being crowded into one yard. We're very careful about having everyone be happy and just in a really good group for them. So the play group is managed by kennel attendants at all times. There are not dogs left unattended in the yard because we care about their safety, our safety. We just want everyone to have a good time. So there are always kennel attendants. The groups can be about 15 dogs. So depending on how large the group is, the more kennel attendants we have outside. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're very careful about managing play. We don't want anyone to get overwhelmed. We make sure that they take breaks. They get to run around. They do get to play, but we just don't want a lot of like a dog to get overwhelmed because somebody's not taking enough breaks for them. So all of our kennel staff is very trained on how to look for a behavior like a dog being stressed out, a dog just needing a break for a minute, a dog, you know, can sometimes play a little rough for certain dogs, so we just monitor that and be sure that everyone's in the best state that they can be. Totally
0: and we have a, there's a state-mandated ratio mm-hmm. of people to dogs, and it's uh, 1 to 10. Yeah. So if we are above that 10, you you're that's when you're going to see, and you'll always be able to see in our Facebook pictures yeah. and everything, that we've got a bunch of people out there. Everybody's paying good attention. Um, so for some dogs, it will be under that 10. They, yeah. they may be in a smaller group that's a little bit more tailored to them, um, but for a lot of these a lot of these pets who come regularly, you'll see them getting along with and seeing everybody yeah. that they like the best. <laughs> um, so, yeah, very relaxing outside for some dogs. Other dogs, they like to go full tilt. Yes. They want to play as hard <laughs> as they can while they can. Um, but then for, for others, it'll be more of just a social time yeah. to to be together. (laughs) Um, What about if your dog doesn't necessarily
1: like other dogs, what would they be up to? Yeah, so for dogs that don't necessarily like other dogs, we still want them to have the same outside time. They should not be limited just because they don't wanna go in a group of dogs. So this is when we also utilize some of our other side yards. So while a group is outside during play, this dog that wants to prefers to be by themselves is going to be in a separate yard They'll still get the enrichment because there'll be a a whole bunch of smells and all that stuff, Um, be outside for the same amount of group and then after group we do let them have a couple minutes and a little bit of time to run around in the main yard because it's, you know, it's a little bit different of an environment and we just want them to get all the enrichment that they can as well. So they are kept separate from other dogs but they still get the same amount of time and instead of playing with dogs the staff usually just takes over and plays with them a little bit one-on-one so
0: yeah that really as somebody whose dog does not enjoy the presence of other dogs (laughs) he he doesn't really like the company of other dogs that was something that i really liked about how mountain dog spa does privately accommodate them Mm -hmm. but they still get an equal experience as the other dogs i I really like that here uh and then so okay so say It's a first day of a brand new boarder. Um, Do we require them to come for an interview day
1: before their boarding stay if they're brand new? So we don't require that, there's no interview process that you really have to go through. A lot of people, when their dogs are boarding, they prefer to bring them to daycare first just so they can get an idea, but it's not required. A lot of dogs do perfectly fine without that. So the way that that would work is we kind of spend a little bit of time with them, see their energy, what kind of play group looks best for them, and then we do what we call a temp test. So we will have dogs on leash We'll bring the first dog out, the new dog, to be able to kind of just check out the yard, get a little used to it. And then we will start slowly adding dogs one at a time. We usually go with our regular dogs so we know their behavior, their quirks, we just know what kind of dogs they are, that they're usually really good at meeting new dogs. So we just start slowly adding them one at a time, letting them sniff around. Then we'll slowly start taking some of the dogs off of leash just to see if that's too overwhelming for them. And then if they're doing well in that, with the dogs that are coming outside, we'll slowly introduce them to that group. If it seems too overwhelming or they want to play more than the dogs that are out there, then we'll try adjusting them, putting them with the other dogs that are more playful or more relaxed.
0: Yeah. I think you just hit everything. (laughs) That was a great explanation of how we do that. So brand new dog. You don't have to come for an interview day. Mm -hmm. A lot of people choose to, before Mm -hmm. they have this boarding stay and their pet's never been here before, they choose to come to daycare beforehand. We don't require it. A lot of people like to do it though, to see how they're going to do here before you leave them, before you're you know you're away and they're here (laughs) give them a chance to get acquainted Um, but we don't require it because we can also just do it on their first day while they're boarding we're going to go slow Mm -hmm. we're going to make adjustments as we go we're going to be reading the pet's behavior Mm -hmm. getting to know them yeah Uh, we are going to be learning them and we are going to choose pets to introduce them to that we know really well Mm -hmm. already so we're Really careful about how we introduce. It is a slow process. We're not gonna on their first day just be like sink or swim. And, but, <laughs> know, we're, we're very careful how we do that. Uh, and I would love to make a video sometime yeah, to show people exactly what we mean by that. Um, right. And then we're determining play groups based on friendships and sizes. Um, ah, what if someone wants? their pet to do more during a boarding stay. So we've got some of this time that they're inside is downtime where they're resting. Some people choose to fill that time with even
1: more activity. Yeah. What do we offer? Yeah, so we offer quite a few extra services that you can add on to your reservation. Some of these are more active services. We do offer nature hikes. We have about a one-mile trail that goes into the woods and back down around to dog spa. So a lot of the more active dogs like doing that. We offer fetch and runs, which is a really cool option if your dog likes to play fetch. But we also have some more activities for lower energy dogs. We have cuddle times. The dogs and the staff seem to absolutely love those. You'll have one-on-one time with the kennel attendant, just chilling out, giving them love. We offer treat specials, which is, most any and all dogs love an extra treat. So we have little Pupsicles that we'll make and we'll have them in the freezer that we can give out to them. Mm -hmm. Um, We have report cards too, that are really, really good for the owners, especially of first time boarders and just anyone that wants some extra updates on their dogs. So we'd be able to take some extra pictures, write a report of their day and send that to you as an extra addition to the pictures we post every day on Facebook. So that way you can just get a little bit more personal insight into your dog's boarding stay. I think that
0: probably the most popular one is the nature hike. Yes. people really like our nature hike. A lot of outdoorsy folks, a lot of outdoorsy dogs around yeah. here. <laughs> um, but far and away, no contest, the staff's favorite is the cuddle time. Hi. <laughs> I'm scared of it. So, the, the cuddle time is our favorite. It's 20 minutes of uninterrupted massaging yes. and complimenting <laughs> your dog, and if you are new and you think your pet might be nervous, mm-hmm. the best thing you could do, I think, would be a cuddle time on the first day. Yes. I make that absolutely. suggestion a lot. And so, some people do these activities, they'll do uh, one a day, every other day, they'll spread them out throughout the mm-hmm. stay, or they'll do one in the middle. Um, The report card's nice because it gives you peace of mind, so you get extra pictures in addition to the free ones that we post on Facebook. Yes. Um, We post pictures all the time, Mm -hmm. daily on Facebook. And uh, in addition to that, you would get like a blurb about what their day was like, a Mm -hmm. report on whether they ate their food or not. so that one's really great for people. The treat special, the other thing, we have the popsicles and we also do the frozen Kongs where yes. we stuff them with goodies and we freeze <laughs> it and it gives them something to do during their downtime. Th- those activities are fantastic. Yes, but they, 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 are. they fill in that downtime really well. Um, and then we also have some grooming add-ons that we can do. So we do like to care for them in this way too. We have a lot of grooming add-ons. You could do the fur brush outs is mm-hmm. one that lately we've been doing more and more. We've got these long hair dogs and yeah. these these doodly schmoodlies who need <laughs> brush outs while they're here. Uh, so we, we can talk about scheduling those, how you usually brush them at home. We can do that while they're mm-hmm. here. Um, teeth brushing is one that i always get mm-hmm. i always get my yeah. dogs <laughs> professionally teeth brush they do a really good job with that here um, we can do nail trims nail dremels which is the grinding ears get cleaned out there's a lot of grooming add-ons but what about an
1: exit bath yeah so a lot of people when their dogs are boarding they do play so they do get a little dirty sometimes so a lot of people like to have a bath on the last day So the way that that would work is when you check in, you would have an option to talk to them about getting a bath. We would ask for a pickup time, so just so we can be sure that when you're ready to grab your dog, he's all ready to go, nice and clean. So the bath includes shampoo, brush out, nail trim, and ear cleaning. So that's gonna all be included in the price of that exit bath for you. And um,
0: so let's walk through the process from making the reservation to drop in your dog off what what can people do to get this
1: set up with us yeah so we have a couple different options on ways you can do it Um, a lot of people like going online if you go on our website we have a link to our ginger so that way you can create your own account online you can add personal details about your dog you can already ahead of time add their feeding schedule medication schedules as well as schedule these extras if you would like or the bath if you'd like Um, So a lot of people like to do it that way. And then the other option is if you just prefer not to do it that way, you're welcome to contact us and call the front desk. And the front desk can help you with setting that up and getting that reservation in there for you. Mm -hmm. In the future, for future reservations, you're welcome to make those online as well. And then the front desk is also an option to just call and get those in. Totally. Um, When
0: you bring your pet for the reservation that you've made, you'll notice that the reception always asks the same questions. That's yes. the check-in <laughs> sheet we were talking about. It's going to be the same questions every time, very formulaic. They'll confirm the date that you're gonna come pick them up. They'll mm-hmm. ask if you want a bath before they go home and then um, they're gonna go over the feeding and medicating instructions with you every time. Yes. Um, it's, it's just so that we can be super organized. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and, and so yes, you can use the portal. A lot of people really like using the, the pet portal through Ginger, that's mm-hmm. our computer system. But you can also just call us. You can always drop us a <laughs> line, email. We've got a two-way texting number. Uh, we're pretty easy to reach. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know we we are bustling kennel though. There's a lot of uh, business all the time, so yeah. it, it does take. Sometimes within a business day, we'll we'll reach back out to you and get your reservations yeah. set up um, for boarding. It is the best to have the reservations beforehand yes. because then you don't risk uh, there not being yeah. <laughs> it's a boarding kennel. So here we've got 20 boarding kennels. And once those are full, then we offer crate boarding. You can board your pet in a crate. <laughs> <laughs> but for uh, a lot of people, they prefer those suites. It's just they're limited in the amount. Yeah. Uh, so you do want to make advance reservations whenever possible. If emergencies happen, we're we're here for you, and we'll do everything that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, we do need your pets' vaccination records. Yes. In order for them to come, that's a big one. We're inspected by the state. The re- the um, requirements that we have are imposed on us by the law. Yes. (laughs) And our inspector will come and we could get in trouble if um, if we don't have all of those ducks in a row beforehand. So definitely getting in touch with us or using your portal to get those reservations that you need and then um, and then bring them to to play with
1: us. (laughs) There's also going to be a little bit of paperwork you'll have to fill out on the first visit. There's just some agreements that we will go over with you more closely when you check in. Um, Those are also just more of a legal thing, but also just so you can get some more details about, you know, possibilities and just we have all of our bases covered for us and for you. Yeah, we like to know your preferences before mm-hmm. you are away so that you just know
0: you don't have anything to worry about. Always confirm your contact information mm-hmm. with us. We are very, uh, we're very open and we're very transparent and yes. we always get in touch when we need to. We'll, we'll reach out uh, right away. Yeah. We, we <laughs> like to, we like to get everybody's uh, get get you guys involved with what your pets doing while they're with us, and yeah. if we ever need you, we'll, we'll let you know. But pets love us. <laughs> Dogs love do. playing with us. I mean, they they tend to do very very well, and we we tend to see a lot of success, um, and we get to see them grow. Mm-hmm. We get to share share your life with you, so <laughs> we we really enjoy watching pets grow and. And becoming part of your family. (laughs) So uh, if you have any questions, then you can always reach out to us for future podcast episodes to cover them. But for now, I think that's it. And thank you guys for listening to the